And my guest today is Jackie Kosolke. Uh You might know her from the Batchy for Blokes podcast that we both did, which is a completely different podcast. And mm. If you haven't heard it, get on it. Mm. Hello, Jackie. Hello. Thank you for having me. My absolute pleasure. Um, and thank you for the wine as well. I think it's, yeah, it's borderline essential. It is. It is. Mm. It is. Mm. Um, I'm really, I've done some research. What so. cult are you going to be talking about with me today? Today we're going to be talking about the cult of celebrity, Scientology. Oh, yeah. What do you think when I've been talking to mm. people about this, which mm. despite my shyness and shit, mm. I have been, um, <laughs> people have asked two questions. One, are you doing Scientology? And the second one is, do you think Scientology is a cult? Interesting. Well, uh, you know, and that's, I think that's what I said to you. I think first up I was like, well, Scientology, that's a cult. And you're like, well, no, it's a religion. But the weird thing about it is um, in my research today I found out um, several things, one of which was it's actually being deemed a cult in France. And it was here. Australia is one of the first places yeah. to actually go, no, that's some dangerous bullshit. Yeah, well, we're a wake-up to bullshit, generally. <laughs> we are. It's in all the tourist brochures. <laughs> Australia's not taking any of your culty stuff. It's, it's just something a little bit – it's, it's there's something a bit off about it. Mm. And, uh, and I think that's probably something that sums up cults. Yeah. <laughs> There's just something a bit off about In the Kosalki Encyclopedia of Cults, which is really hard to say with a mouthful of biscuits, uh, it, yeah, under the heading Cults, it goes, it's a bit off about them. My mum said to me today, she's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, oh, I'm going around to Joe's place and we're recording a podcast. She goes, oh, about The Bachelor. And I was like, no, not yet. I said, it's because um, I am an expert on reality TV. You are. As you are. Mm, yes. Um and nail polish colours and scented candles and 70s classic rock. I'm a really weird person. I said, no, Mum, the um, podcast is about cults. And she said, what do you know about horses? Amazing. <laughs> also, is there a horse cult? Well, probably. Pony club. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. Mm. Yeah, it sounds so benign. Mm, mm. So, you know, I've always been fascinated about Scientology. Oh, so have I. And and uh, what what started your interest? Um, I think you know when I was a kid, my my interest in pop culture was before the Daily Mail <laughs> and is... before no no no, but before all of that, right? How I got my before the internet, mm. how I used to get my celebrity news was Mum would buy New Idea and Woman's Weekly every yep. week, right? And I remember being you know ten, eleven probably younger reading about Scientology because Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman would always be in those magazines. And I think it's one of those things where everyone has heard a bit about it. Yeah. But not a lot. And yeah. I you're you're talk I'm giggling because you're talking about before the internet. Well it was. And I'm like, oh I really got interested <laughs> in the two thousand and fifteen Sydney Film Festival when I saw Going Clear. And that I think but I think that's when a lot of people just go yeah. that took me from huh Scientology. Yeah. Some, there's something about John Travolta and possible gayness. And it changed well, from that to holy shit. Quite literally. Well, and, I, and that was that was such a great like, – as soon as that came out, I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm here for this, mm. you know. And um, it was also – yes, I do enjoy the, the gossipy aspect of it and the, the celebrity aspect of it. But also there was a lot of really sad stories that came out of that, like um, – the screenwriter Paul Haggis, mm. um, he lost apart, it. Apart from having an amazing a great name, surname. Great name. How yeah. is he not Scottish? Uh, maybe he is. I don't know. He maybe just couldn't stomach <laughs> Scientology. <laughs> um, you know, so we'll get into like, you know, the, 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 the suppressive piece people and the mm. disconnection stuff. But there's a lot of really sad stories about that. And then a lot of really fucked up stuff about forced abortions and you know, yeah, just just really horrible stuff. Um, so no, at some point it just stopped being fun. It did. Mm. You know, we can laugh about Tom Cruise. We can laugh about Travolta's hairpiece. We Thank can God. we can you know laugh about Zenu or Zenu or however you say it. Yeah, like, yeah. But at the at, at the core of this is like this is a 
truly awful place where awful things are happening to people and they feel like they can't get out. And the only way they're getting away with it at the moment is calling themselves a religion. Well, no one joins a cult and no one joins, you know, something they think is dangerous. So there's always something good. Mm. But let, let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> sure. What? So it wasn't always called Scientology. No. So uh, founded by a guy called L. Ron Hubbard. I, mm. for the first time today, I thought, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find out what the L stands for. Is it Leonard? It's Lafayette. Lafayette? What? That is so great. I'm like, instead of being L. Ron Hubbard. And I just yeah, assumed Leonard. I right? assumed you know? love. Uh, <laughs> but I think if you want to be a cult leader, which I don't, which you didn't. Mm. Mm. Uh, Debatable. Um, not like Miscavige. Oh. More on that later. Oh, what a grub. But I hope they come at us. Do you think they'll come at us? Don't get rid of your first name and go with Ron and Hubbard. Lafayette is a fabulous name. Just ditch the last two names yeah. and just go, I am Lafayette. What a great name. He sounds like a vampire. That's a vampire <laughs> name. Don't you reckon? <laughs> I thought you meant in interviews. No, in interviews, he sounds like a robot that's had a stroke. I think that Lafayette, if I was a vampire guy, because I don't think it's a feminine name, I think it's like a dude name. You're either a raging homosexual or a vampire if you're mm. called mm. Lafayette. That's There's a lot of big calls and opinions there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, so, so Lafayette, mm. which we will now call Lafayette him for the wrong. rest of the podcast. <laughs> so thank you for that information. My pleasure. Um, so Scientology was formed in the early 50s by Lafayette. <laughs> by Lafayette Ron. <laughs> so Lafayette's background was uh, he was in the Navy. He was a he was a Navy fuck-up. Uh, yeah, well, basically, yeah, he was a commander in the Navy. So he's like a big dog and he fucked something up and so they decommissioned him or whatever they do. And um, <laughs> basically he was so annoyed he uh, but also suffered from depression and uh, couldn't afford to get um, proper help. So um, he designed his own mental health plan. Which, everyone, if you want to do that, go for it. What could go wrong? So this was called Dianetics, um, So, which is basically, I guess it's that's what they call the stress test when you see the Scientologist trying to recruit you, right? And you it's, hold on to the metal bar. Yeah, how's your which stress is, levels? We're sitting here holding... Wine. Microphone. Oh, well, oh, and microphones. No, the other sorry. hand. The other hand. <laughs> microphones. And so it's kind of – and this is also therapeutic. So I think we're doing Dianetics right now. Shit. Right? Shit. I know. Um, so anyway, uh, basically he was just a bit of a dodgy character. You know those people in life, and we all we all know them. We are sometimes them, but not <laughs> – we do know them. We're just – everything they do, they just mess it up. And they're just they're just flogs who just mess something up and shit goes bad. Yeah, the first thing, yeah, the first thing you did was getting rid of the wrong name. Yeah, so and also shooting some missiles at stuff he shouldn't have. But well, there's yeah, yeah there's that. Um, so anyway, so his Dianetics got um, kicked out by the American Medical Association. They were like, no, this is there's something not quite right about this. Even though, can I say, I think it actually it's fairly sound. I mean, it's partly based on he didn't really make it up. It's based on a lot of. It was based on a lot of existing yeah. principles. Yes, that's right. And hypnosis and, and stuff like yeah. that. And, and I've been hypnotised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know I'm into this stuff. Yeah, I did some self-hypnosis once and it was like, I just find myself too interesting. I wouldn't go under. Oh, my God, it was amazing. I loved it so much. We'd yeah. do it again in a heartbeat. If someone came in and said, go, let's go. Mm. But it's based on the principle that, that you bring up anything that you find traumatic mm -hmm. and those metal rods that you cling on to mm. while you're talking to a stranger, mm. um, that shows when it hits some sort of emotional turbulence. Yes. And then you're encouraged to re kind of relive it, aren't Correct. you? Correct. So Until it doesn't cause the turbulence anymore. Correct. They join a movement because it's – They've had a little taste mm. and they felt better. It's done some good. I didn't want to drop the bomb now. Truly reported. Didn't want to drop the bomb now. I wanted to save it. Well, that um, I know someone who's a former Scientologist. Do you? Yeah, I thought I told you this. Is it me? An old boss of mine. Mm. And who's now a really good friend of mine. And he, um, I'd known him for 15 years. I had no idea he was a Scientologist. Mm. And They just look like the rest of it. They you know. just, you know. <laughs> 
His, like, alien body wasn't showing, so I don't... Anyway, so, and I'd known him for a long time. He and I were working together, and I'd known him for about 15 years, and I'd made a joke about Scientology in the office, right? You're not allowed to. But every... But he was a former Scientologist at the time. But the thing is, you make jokes about Scientology and everyone laughs. At this. There's big laughs. There's big laughs in the office and he got really shitty. It's funny. It's full of japes. It's full of funny jokes. He got shitty and was like, well, I used to be a Scientologist and stormed off. And then everyone was like. You storm off and everyone wants to follow him out and go, tell us yes. everything. Yes. And I was like, shit. And then I, I went up to him and I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't know. And he's like, don't worry about it. Anyway, then I waited Got him a bit drunk and asked the questions. Excellent. Yes. To get him drunk, I also had to be a bit drunk. So <laughs> it was so many I questions I should been. have asked. Um, but I started at the start and I was like, why did you – why? Mm. Because the other thing is too, this guy is so intelligent. He's one of the smartest, most creative people I know. And that's perhaps why. They're usually the ones. You don't – stupid people don't join cults. Correct. So – They're disillusioned people in their, in their late teens often. Disillusioned people in their late teens. They're disillusioned. They're disillusioned. Correct. Mm. So he was working um, in regional radio and, you know, he was doing a weekend on air shift and – in a tin pot town where he didn't have any mates and a pamphlet was slipped under the door. Hmm. We got handed one in Spain a year and a half ago. Right. And we could tell. We didn't speak Spanish, but we could just tell. You could just tell. That it was a Scientology thing. And he said, you know what? Or whatever, he probably said, Scientologica. <laughs> Your accent's really good then. Yeah, that's my that's my just blanket accent. That's also my Yeah, Irish it's accent. also your South African accent. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and, and also and your Russian one. anything by the Bee Gees. Yes. Um, so... Anyway, he was started reading it and was like, oh, you know. Anyway, then he was in. He told me about having surgery um, many years ago and having to say to the surgeon, uh, just so you know, because of my religion, everyone has to be silent in the operating theatre. Yeah, none of your usual, there's a guy open in front of his chit-chat, please. Um, and then he said to me that he got to the, you know, the levels. I can't remember what level he got to because, again, as I said to you, drunk. drunk. Um, but he said uh, he did the auditing where tell us about traumatic experience. You know, yep. went through that, and he goes, yeah, the, it goes, it goes for eight hours, sometimes overnight, and he goes. Some, That's the, the length of these auditing yes. sessions can sometimes be excruciating. And he said it got to the point where I was like, I just said I don't care anymore to get it done. Mm. Um, the thing is with these auditing sessions, though, they record it. They take they, – yes. there are recordings of all of these. And there is a theory, um, I, you know, I would say that I, that it's absolutely true except mm. Mm. Uh, that I don't – A, I don't know it's true, and B, uh, I don't want to get sued by the litigious – Oh, they're very litigious. Yeah, they? and they all listen to this. Um, Come at me. There's a theory that one of the reasons – the celebrities don't leave is yeah. that there's a lot of dirt on them. If you're bringing up traumatic things from your life mm. or things that you're ashamed of. Correct. Uh, or, as happens a bit later, things from your previous lives. Once they've cleared you, this well, life, they go back. So take this, it back. This friend of mine, he said, we we go back, 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 back. So tell us about your childhood. Back, 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 back. You tell just, us about you just your... wrote a disco song as yeah. well. Back, back, mm. back, back. Tell us about your birth. And then he goes, yes. they went back to before I was born and then the alien stuff. So he must have got to, and he went basically the alien stuff. He went, I'm out. And the, I think that's the point at which a lot of people do. But it's really hard to say I was wrong. One of the things about cults is that they you're not encouraged to associate with people who aren't in the cult. Therefore, yeah. the way you think you get this reinforcement all the time so a it's really hard to say this stuff that i've believed for years isn't true i'm embarrassed that i believed it yeah but you also you don't have an alternative view to compare because you've been cut off well he the other people i was out at dinner with when he was telling us his stuff one of the guys said to him 
but what about the alien stuff? Like, oh my God, how could you believe that? You know, and he goes, well, you guys traditionally, everyone else believes that some guy came back from the dead and another guy parted the sea and built, you know, an ark. And, you know, how ridiculous does that sound? Yeah, and like that a, a fish was kept in the bathtub until it got really – no, that's a children's book. <laughs> So, you know, um, it was really fascinating hearing him talk, but um, also part of me was sad for Mm. him because it must have been quite upsetting for him. And also he's just a really champion bloke and I I just wish nothing but really great stuff for him. So it just made me really – it made me sad because I was like, I've been in those shit radio stations Tin pot radio stations at you know twenty one twenty two. Some just, people have never even worked in a tin, like they haven't been that lucky. <laughs> I've been extremely lonely in mm. my life, you know, and I just yeah, I just wish he, I, I wish I was there so I could go. Well, let's go and have a beer, which is my cult. Yes. <laughs> Although, okay, on the religious thing. So mm. Hubbard, sorry, Lafayette. Laf- oh, that's so good. I wish I knew that in my research. Uh, he, which would have been easy. <laughs> he didn't make so Dianetics didn't make mm. it as an acceptable an accepted psychological medical no. practice and so he thought and he's he kind of openly admits this sometimes he thought I'm going to get more followers if this is a religion well plus I can still charge them correct if it's a religion and that's the thing well but but the other thing is too the reason why he made it a religion he was bankrupt yes so he was out of cash had a bit of a brainwave, and then boom, Scientology. Yeah. And Lafayette was originally a science fiction writer. Yes. Uh, which is possibly where the Xenu and Volcano stuff comes from, which yeah. I want to kind of touch on. Yeah, okay. There's there's different levels. Once you've gotten rid of all the things that are holding you back mm-hmm. from that occurred in this life, and I think also after you've cleared some things – that have gone on in previous lives, mm. then you are clear, and you go through all these levels, and you pay there's eight levels apparently. Right, and there's and there used to be, I think, five, and he mm. just keeps adding them. And apparently, there's locked stuff on Lafayette that is going to be opened in, mm. you know, a so specific time. Basically, you progress through the levels, mm. and they're each more expensive than the last. And there's a lot of these auditing sessions that mm. happen, and there's a lot of literature that you have to buy. You go and you go to lectures, you go to meetings, you help out. Also, I can't wait to talk about the Sea Org. Uh, <laughs> and once you've gone clear at a certain level, yep. then you start basically acquiring skills that normal mortals don't have. That's right. And it's all about matter, energy, space and time. And you, there's, Lafayette said that, you know, you can become almost psychic. You can see into mm. the future. You can see into the past. You can just understand all this stuff. I just feel really sad for these people because I, I, I while I understand the need to better yourself and I'm always looking for ways to better myself, how can I be less of a shit bloke? Yeah. How can I, you know? Whereas I'm, I'm looking, I'm always looking for ways to just, to just bring my self-esteem down a notch. <laughs> so this is a religion that I don't think that Lafayette. Mm. I don't think he set out for it to become this, which is kind of the weirdest thing about it. But yeah, well, it, I don't think he knew. I mean, he it will have. He, yeah. If he was a little bit bonkers. Then I don't th- I don't think he had like this grand view. I just think he really had this intensely narcissistic need. hundred oh, percent to be respected and adored. Hundred percent because he was sacked from the navy. There it is, done. The end. Um, I've just summed it up. No, but uh, the, the the current Lafayette solved. Well, the current religion is based on, and this is I've tried to write this out in the simplest forms, mm. and still it's not going to make sense. So, basically. What Scientologists believe is that there was a guy called Zenu, right? Which I think is a girl's name. It is a little bit but I don't want to, effeminate, you know. but so is Lafayette. But then, as we said, that's a raging homosexual. I don't want to get into gender labelling. Well, it, it, interesting. Um, we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. But Zenu uh, was part of the Galactic Confederacy. Who wasn't? 
Well, really. And 75 million years ago, Zenu brought billions of humans to Earth in a spaceship that looked like something from the 1950s. Which I think it was a DC-7. Airplane nerds, correct me. And then humans were put on volcanoes. Yeah. And blown up. But the Thetans, who are bad aliens, latched on to the humans. Yeah. So there's there's sort of good things and bad things. And the bad ones are the ones that have forgotten their real purpose and the fact that they're here. Yeah. That they're eternal. Yeah. And the... There's body thetans which you want to get rid of, and they're the ones yeah. that occupy and cling on to your bad experiences, right. and you fuck those off. Yeah, and you become an operating thetan, which right. is like someone that does remember their true purpose, and that's. And I think Tom Cruise is an OT seven, an operating thetan. Oh, seven. he hasn't reached the highest level yet. I might be wrong there because mm. eh, Wikipedia only goes up to a certain time. Um, or oh, they wouldn't tell us anyway. Yeah. And so, okay, so that's the basic thing. So once you get to a certain level, you have to believe that oldie-timey aeroplane-shaped mm. spaceships dropped... 75 million years ago. Yeah, some aliens, and they now live in our sort of meat carcasses. That's what they call it. Mm. That, so, so my friend who is a former Scientologist would say, my body is not my own, it's a meat carcass. Yeah. And I remember that, and I was like... And it's not reincarnation, but when this thing dies, your your Thetan thing just pops into the next one. So, so apparently Lafayette ain't dead. <laughs> oh, P.S. He died. Sorry if that's. Oh yeah, word. sorry. Um, he's dead, and it's now run by a guy called David Miscavige, who I think is about three foot eight. Yes. Come at me, suing scientologists. Like, legit, and no one's seen his wife. He stands on tiptoe to hug his bestie. But so Tom does Tom Cruise, Cruise though. No, but I mean, know. oh, they're both short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Shall we move on to the – I mean, we can talk about the other really, like, shit stuff about Well, that's the basic – that's what they believe. One of the – I really like how it progressed and I like that Lafayette, Ron Hubbard, didn't – he didn't think, okay, well, the Navy's not really for me. Mm. Um, I'll leave that completely in the past. He thought – I'm pretty much going to start my own, and he called it the Sea Organization. Oh, yes. Mind you, he was really a one. He loved his acronyms and his shortening yeah. of stuff. So the Sea Org. Yeah. Uh, look, the Sea Org is uh, a special organization for um, high-up members of – well, not high-up. Uh, so people in Scientology who uh, – they're like the nuns. Yeah, of yeah, Scientology. And, nuns. and I think it's yeah. it's kind of like I think people that follow Scientology mm. aren't necessarily in a cult, but people that are in the Sea Org are totally in a cult. Okay, like all you need to know about the Sea Org is that before you join, you have to sign a billion year contract. Which, if you're a Thetan that lives forever, that's a really short time. Yeah, that, well, that's right. Um, and basically, yeah, it's like being in the Navy but terrible and you get punished by, like, you know, using a brush, a toothbrush to clean bathroom floors. and Yeah, so this is a bunch of people that have decided they're going to pretty much be paid, I don't know, 20 bucks a week yeah. or something. That's probably an exaggeration. To do the bidding. So yeah. administration, maintenance of buildings, including I love the Celebrity Centre oh. in... LA because it yes. looks like photoshopped Disneyland <laughs> so does everything in LA though yeah <laughs> let's yeah. be real so these are people that wear they like wear naval, naval yeah. uniform and it did start on boats and it was well their ship was called free winds yeah and you know how sometimes people take things literally offshore because they're a little bit dodgy legit something um, like that so with a sea org also you're not allowed to be married you're not allowed to have, have relations as well and if you are pregnant you must have an abortion and kids pretty much just they're there's no you're never too young so and they the, get punished if this, you do something bad you get punished sometimes hit in the face yeah and also there's a um sea org jail i forget what it's called but they it's, they it's an acronym it's like rf something yeah um, so RF something. Sea org is hideous. I want to talk about the hideous stuff before we get to the fun stuff, mm. which is like making fun of them. So Sea org is hideous. The other really hideous things I want to talk about is um, disconnection. 
So this is a, a process. So say, um, say if you're married and you're just like you go to the Zenu stuff and you're like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, so divorce is awful. A breakup is awful. But then on top of that, if you leave the church, your family are told that you're a suppressive person and that they're never to speak to you ever again. And this is this is one thing that a lot of cults have in common. They're like, you can leave whenever you like. There's the door. You're fine. See yeah. ya. But they make your life hell. You, so, a, some people haven't seen their children. Correct. Yet. So so that's so you've been labeled a suppressive person. What happens is the church will liken you to Hitler. Like literally the worst person in the world. They might start a website calling you a pedophile. Correct. Yay! Correct. They do things what's called so they actually call it fair game. So if you've been labeled a suppressive person, you're fair game. So they will start harassing you, slandering your name stalking you and any psychologist is automatically a suppressive person because yes, a that's little right. a little bit like the navy lafayette just couldn't let that shit go <laughs> so because he was rejected by the psychological bizo bizo uh he thought right you're all bastards you're yep. not allowed in my clubhouse yeah so anyone who like i think was it Tom Cruise, uh, Tom and Cruise. Brooke Shields. That's what I was going to say. So Brooke Shields, um, and the really funny thing about it, Brooke Shields had a baby. Her baby was born on the same day as Tom Cruise, as Suri Cruise. Because Brooke Shields was uh, born on the same day as me. Was she? Yes. You're both really gorgeous. Yeah, that's right. Um, She's better at brows. So she has great brows, P.S. So always have, like. Always. I think and brow brows leader. Are back now. And I it's think like, bitch was doing it in the 80s. Pioneer. Yeah. So uh, Brooke Shields um, had a baby and suffered from postnatal depression, which is common. It's completely normal. And it's probably all that yelling she did in the hospital. Maybe. And she was, and good on her for putting a hand up and saying, and which I think is a really wonderful thing people in the public eye who go hey this happened to me yep you know and i think it gives others courage to seek seek help which i think is a wonderful thing uh tom cruise shut it down was like basically mental health doesn't exist psychologists are shit hasn't hasn't he been a boon just for the medical like for medicine in general was that the famous put your manners back in was that the one? Uh, it might have been. Who? I don't know. Or was that with Peter Oven? Remember he had an interview with Peter Oven? Look, I'm not going to pretend it's easy to pick which interview Tom Cruise was a dick in. Um, so let's uh, – like there's all this – I think we've spoken about Scientology enough. What I really – like the machinations of it. Mm. What I really want to talk about is the celebrities. I love this, but I also want to – the. Because the whole childbirth thing, Katie yeah, Holmes yeah. had a Scientology baby. But that's the same as my friend who had surgery and was like, Silence. Yeah, rumoured to not be able to... Yeah. I think if there's one... Say you're a person that's gone through life never having used the C word, <laughs> you're probably just waiting oh. to get in the delivery ward going, this is my chance. I feel like if you're in labour, like, you know, you do whatever you, you do you. Like, you do you. You do what you yeah. need to do. Absolutely. Um, if you can sh- if you can swear during conception, you can swear during birth. Legit. Mm. Um, so Tom Cruise. Well, let's start at the top with Tom Cruise. Oh, P.S. We won't spend mu- too much time on him because there's just it's it. I don't know. I feel very uncomfortable about David Miscavige. I'm like I I don't. The whole yeah. thing makes me. But if you read any kind of book. Oh, there's an Australian book, and I've completely forgotten the name of the author. No, my friend texted Steve me. Steve Kinane. Yes. He's – it's a great book because it's all about Scientology in Australia, and you realise how Zabrano. early – Yep. How early we were, and, of course, Nicole Kidman, and uh, – Sobrano was born into it. Yes. Because mm. it's – people don't realise how long it's gone for, but also just the, the Tom Cruise – you realise when uh, – Miscavige sort mm. of pretty much built Tom Cruise and Nicole a branch yeah. kind of thing. You just go, this is a man that he lives to taste the underside of Tom Cruise's scrotum. He, <laughs> Miscavige is such a fan 
I guarantee you that man has slid into a number of rooms in just shirt, jock and sock. Legit. Um, when you said slid in, I thought you were going to go somewhere else. Oh, anus. <laughs> no, 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 I'm a lady. <laughs> P.S. I think mm. Miss Cabbage and Cruz share... Oh, also, the bottle's just there. Oh, great. <laughs> I am empty. Um, Miss Cabbage and um, Cruz, I think, share something very similar, which is they're both very charismatic. Now, as much as Cruz is creepy now, and I think Scientology has played a part in him being creepy. If you haven't watched the YouTube videos of his oh. supposed to only seen by Scientologist things, videos on YouTube, it's watch them. He's a very charismatic man, though. Like, I've seen him, even though I find him extremely creepy now. I had a friend. I've got a friend who's a screenwriter. Mm. And remember when he was making a lot of movies in Australia in the early 2000s? Yeah. Just before the divorce or late 90s, you know. Probably Mission Impossible, one of them was made here. One of those. One of the skivvy ones. And my friend was working on the script. She was like a script doctor. Okay. Please note, Jackie is doing a hand gesture as if she's <laughs> writing, just in case we don't know what script means. Um. So, yeah, so she was doctoring a script mm. and all of a sudden there was a knock on the door and she was in a big boardroom and the door opened and she looked up and it was Tom Cruise, right? And she looked, she looked down, yeah, she looked down and it was but Tom the Cruise. But the thing was, yeah, the thing was like. It's really short. Well, she said her first, and Tom Cruise is not her type, not the kind of thing, you know, and opened the door and he went, did you want me? And she was like. <laughs> Probably because he's a movie star, but also she said I was I just, just struck but... by how charismatic he was. No, that phrase just gave me reflux. I'm not. Do you want me? No. Um. So uh, the Tom, I get the, I get. You know, he's a charismatic guy. He got he joined uh, Scientology with his first wife in the eighties, I think. So Mimi Rogers. Yes. Mm. Um. So you know, he's been a Scientologist for 30 years. So, isn't it weird that all of his wives have reproductive problems? Ooh. Yeah. It's very Henry VIII, isn't it? What do they all have in common? Reproductive problems. It's very Henry VIII, isn't it? Except for the whole, oh, decapitation thing. Um, uh, well, look, so there's... Uh, well, there was an intensive celebrity recruiting drive. Yes. And, and some of the people in some of the acronymed areas of the Sea Org, their job was to just get as many celebrities in as possible yeah. and help them. And John Travolta credits, uh, I think, getting his role in Welcome Back, Carter. Wow. Um, see? There's my amazing accent again. No, yes. Um, some of his first auditing sessions. Look. They're not really disillusioned people in their No, they're not. But they are people that really want to sit for eight hours and talk about themselves. Well, actors. Yeah. Americans. Yeah. Americans are wonderful, though. P.S. I do enjoy Americans, but... There's some some good Americans in bad Americans. As my sister and I always say, some nuns are assholes. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, too, like, the whole Tom Cruise thing, um, just... I feel like, you know how he and Nicole adopted those kids and then she was labelled a suppressive person and has not seen her children. And it's partly because her father's a psychologist. Yes. They were like, we need to separate from this. But the And the thing is, Nicole was painted in the press as um, she doesn't care about her adopted children. I f- at first I, I bought into that in the gossip bags and all that sort of stuff, which was clearly planted by Scientologists. Mm. Nicole doesn't care about her adopted children. She's got this great new life with uh, Keith Urban and, you know, uh, biological children and blah, 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 blah. She played along with it, right? I can imagine what that would have and, – and, you know, we kind of forget these people are, you know – millionaires and celebrities and live in these fabulous houses and have a great life but they cry at night jackie well i watched going clear and i thought shit nicole probably sits there and thinks about those children all the time and must feel like shit about it and the steve canaan book's amazing looking into their relationship especially from her perspective Mm. um because it and it it really getting some more wine absolutely it really successfully illustrates as well how you are at the beginning of a relationship, especially with the excitement of I'm dating an international movie star. You just go, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a bash. But it's not golf or amphetamines. It's 
a cult. Yeah. So it's it's not something you go, yeah, I'm bored with it now. I'll just step away. And she, that's pretty much what she did. Well, um, we don't and know. And they though. went, no, no, but read the book. Read the book. Oh, read, read the book. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. She was like, yeah, done skis. Yeah. And they were like, no skis. Oh. Mm. I didn't know that. But still, it's quite cruel to, to have a mother's children taken away from her. I think that's really... You think? I think it's fine. <laughs> you know, because... But there's lots of stories of broken people and pretty yeah. much anyone who has left that has said yeah. a single goddamn thing about it has had rumours and things spread in the press. There was this one operation, which wasn't a suppressive person thing, but I think it was mm. called Operation Snow White, and this was... I wish I could remember you get that. what it was all about but Scientology in order to protect themselves and further themselves <laughs> got people employed in like throughout the government in the US like in these buildings and copying and stealing documents they just they're very good at infiltration that would just make people go and get jobs I feel like um, I feel like there's a movement against them right now though like I feel like <laughs> I feel like you're right. Do you know one of the earlier, one of the earliest people in Australia to speak out against Scientology? Oh, who? Mr. Whitey McWhiteson, Julian Assange. Really? Yeah. One of the things that it doesn't, um, that Scientology doesn't really have, they do separate themselves a fair bit from the mainstream, particularly if you're in the Sea Org. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, they don't like people to root each other or marry each no. other or have They don't like the gays either. Don't they? They don't like the gays. So it was... Uh, I, would, in, in, I would say, based on rumours, <laughs> that policy's not going very well. Well, um, it was Lafayette's original teachings... Uh, that suggested that if you're gay, you're a pervert. He also mentioned something about, and I'm quoting, the Negroes in some of his oh. early things, which is just he's not he's not a great guy. Um, there's some things that uh, Scientology doesn't have in common with a lot of cults. It doesn't have, like, its own separate compound thing. You can visit yes. the buildings of Scientology. You and I could go without- into a Scientology now. Yes, although you do have to answer a lot of questions. If you work in the media, which both you and I do, uh, it's much harder to get through the door and hold on to those iron bars. Oh. But um, they – it's – I really want to go into the – I want to see the Celebrity Centre. Apparently one of the big punishy-punishy places for the Sea Org is up on the high – or it was, up on the high floors of the Celebrity Centre. I might be wrong there, but – um, there's tales of miscavige calling people motherfuckers and screaming in their face and punching them and and them having water dripped on them and all this torture. Like waterboarding and stuff. Do you see? I don't want to. Yeah. I just. It might be a collation of a whole lot of stuff I've read. But. But also, what's weird, Joe, mm-hmm. is there's such a difference between that end of the spectrum with Scientology and your yeah, Travolta's Cruise, Kirsty Alley. Treated like royalty. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Well, they need the endorsement mm. and the rumour is that, you know, the celebrities, they don't want the stuff that's in these very secure files oh. from their auditing sessions. So it's this, it's kind of a sick symbiotic uh, relationship. John Travolta, we all know your hair is not real. We all know. <laughs> we know. We know. I know. You don't have to – yeah. Imagine – Imagine really needing to distract people from your hair so much that you learn to fly a plane. I had a friend once who's got – she's got giant bolt-ons, right? Like mm. really, really big fake boobs. Mm. And like, you know, just the obvious, like they're too big for your frame and they're too perky. Yeah. But good for you. Like I don't care. Yeah. And also those people, sidebar, um, people who have fake boobs, when they hug you, they hug you really close because they can't feel it. Also, sidebar, they get kind of a sidebar. <laughs> yeah. So um, her and I were out one night and we were really drunk and she was like, I have to tell you something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, anything. That's fine. She goes, my boobs are fake. (laughs) Yeah, I have to tell you something. Oxygen is here. (laughs) 
Um, so yeah, I get that. I get that they've they've got them over a barrel. But what's interesting is that there is so much. I just I got a mental image of boobs over a barrel. <laughs> what's interesting is that there is so much bad press about people aren't open about being a Scientologist. That's what that's right? what people with fake boobs call a big hug. <laughs> bad press. Um, that's good. No, 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 yeah, that's a, yeah, no. It's good. I like it. Um, there's so much bad press about this. Why are they? And 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 when you're a actor or an actress or a celebrity, or you feed on PR and press. Like, why would you align yourself with something like this? Yeah. Well, one of the things I that um, Lafayette and a new leader <laughs> from since the '80s and doesn't didn't he get stuck in a hairstyle? Yeah. Uh, David Miscavige. Um, one of the things that they have in common with each other and also with a lot of other cult leaders is a persecution com- uh, complex and major paranoia. Oh. So they like to really, really control their press. Um, so having celebrities in tow is really handy with that. And it sort of leads me to the next bit, which is illegal stuff. It's notoriously hard to pin stuff on Scientology. Yeah. And that's because they understand the media and, to a lesser degree, the internet. The internet has been bad for Scientology. Do they have lawyers? Like, have they lawyered up with, like, celebrity, like, Tom Cruise? You know what I mean? Like, they would have, like, the shit-hot lawyers. They put – when the IRS was investigating Mm. them, Mm. they basically – because I think every um, legal case or legal challenge that's started with the IRS, I'm certainly getting all these wrong, mm. um, has to kind of be followed up. They basically drowned the IRS in legal cases to slow down oh, any right. investigation yeah. of their tax affairs. So Diversionary tactic. Totally. So they have, and because they've got all this money from all this, these people paying tens of thousands of dollars to get up the OT chain... Um, they can afford to do this because they're paying their staff mm. fuck all and because they're getting, you know, all this volunteer work done. Mm. Then they can and they have a history of infiltrating organisations. So they understand the media, they understand the courts, they understand um, a lot of the ways that government department departments work. Mm. So they're sort of careful and really really hard to pin things on there's been a few little legal cases here and there and a lot settled out of court yeah um but they're hard to pin down which is i feel kind of fun i have a saying Mm. um which is i've always found to be true Mm. fuckwits always get found out always the thing is, like, it'll catch them. They'll, 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 they'll get caught. Something will happen. Someone will die. Yeah. Right? And then the government was just sitting there waiting to pounce and it's on. Sure. I'm taking a front row. On the flip, though, in about 25 years, give or take, it's going to be the 100-year anniversary wow. of Scientology. Yeah, right. So this is a long... This has been around for a long time. Yeah. It's a really, really successful cult. However, it's not 2,000 years old. Oh, sorry, it's 75 billion years old, but it's not 2,000 years old. Do you know Do what I mean? Do I need to make a little dinger whenever anyone goes, <laughs> yeah, but Christianity? <laughs> yes, the, you will. It's the go-to comparison. I feel that you will because people will compare it. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like troubles are brewing. I feel like... Um, when I first started knowing about Scientology, it was just a thing that celebrities did. Then it was a weird thing that celebrities did. Then it was about aliens. And now it's about court cases. Richard Gear must be really shitty that Scientology is now considered weirder than gerbils. Well, apart from celebrities, who do you think they recruit? Like, what do you think their target is? I feel like, uh, well, they're celebrities, but also I feel like money. Yeah. So, uh, Poor people don't get stopped in the street. Well, wasn't James Packer a Scientologist for a little while? <gasps> that was really interesting. He was in Australia. Yeah. It was people's jobs to recruit him because... Money. 
And because... He was a bit overweight and a bit sad about life. Was it Rupert? I think it was Rupert Murdoch who had this campaign against Scientology. Oh. And was printing it in his papers. So we'll go, we'll go after the Packers then. I think so. I might have mm. that wrong. Mm. But, um... Well, my that's friend... That's because they thought, you know, both rich playboy meet, hangs out with models and... Well, my friend, the former Scientologist, Mm. he was at an event where Packer was there and he would talk to me about how they were trying to recruit him at the time because I don't think he was ever a card-carrying Scientologist. No, he he sort of – Yeah. He played ball because he was getting flattered and taken out to dinner and all that sort of thing. By Tom Cruise, yeah. Uh, But eventually when it came crunch time, he was like, "Mm, nah. What – at what point do you think – Either Lafayette <laughs> or Shorty McShortison Miscavige mm. went proper bonkers. Hmm. I feel like this. Okay, so Lafayette died in 1980. Hmm. So he missed a lot of good stuff. He well, I think he would be pretty pissed off that he missed a lot of the celebrity 80s and 90s. Stuff. Yeah. He could have gotten everyone from Degrassi Junior High into Scientology. <laughs> they probably were. Jeez, that was a good oh, show. Can someone do you remember that show? Do some research and find out which of the Degrassi people have been Scientologists. Although they're Canadians. Canadians are a lot smarter than Americans though. I but, feel like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have like... you seen the haircuts? Not necessarily. <laughs> I feel like Scientology is a real American cult as well like i know Mm. i know it's everywhere but it just feels so american to me yeah um so okay so what yeah at what point um well okay so lafayette carked it in 1980 and miscavige took over then it's a long time i think it was 86 that he took i don't know oh i think there was someone in between and they sort of talk about the fact that elrond's still around because Operating fate and bloody blah. Yes, that's right. You are right. Um, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it went bonkers with Miss Cavage taking over and recruiting the celebrities deluxe. That's yeah. I, I think it was a different kind of bonkers before then. Yeah, I think that was Lafayette going. Oh, this has become something I didn't imagine, but I'm actually okay with it. Lols. Although he went yeah. into hiding for a while towards the end, even from his oh, wife, getting, I believe. Yeah, because yeah. his wife, he sort of passed a lot of the blame when he was getting yeah. investigated onto her. So yeah. it's like, check yours. Um, so the oh, well, question I have for you, Joe, mm. what do you think is going to happen when Miss Cavage goes? Well, I think he's, I think at least two years after he dies, his hair will live on. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing is cruise number two. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he would do that. I think there's a couple of times where Cruz has been close to leaving, I think, and they've they... dragged him back in. I don't think he oh. would. I, I I, really think that they'll be in dire straits then because they've gone – there's been some splinter groups and that sort of thing. Mm. This is what is happening, like, sort of right here, right now. Mm. Um, but I will go back to – I think Miscavige is a completely different kind of bonkers to Elrond, and I think – Lafayette. Lafayette. I think Lafayette Ron was a (laughs) totally acceptable kind of bonkers before he started it with some deep resentment of anyone that hadn't made him sort of a god already. And then he really got addicted to his own spiel and to the attention Mm. and to the power and went bonkers. But Miscavige, I think, was bonkers to start with. Mm. Uh, like dangerous bonkers. Oh, definitely. You can just tell though. And I don't want to say it's short man's syndrome, which means it the is short man's going to finish early. No, it is short man's syndrome. It yeah. is. You're right. Like, have you? If you want to see the most aggressively homoerotic thing, watch any <laughs> video <laughs> of David Miscavige and Tom Cruise hugging. It's Do like you know, they're punching each other. Those people have bruised backs. I don't feel that Tom Cruise is gay. Oh, neither do I, but I think that... I think he's just... Uh, I think people are... What would you give to read his auditing files? Um, I'd actually like to read Nicole Kidman's. Right. I, I just... I, I have no interest in Tom Cruise. I think he's just... No, no, in the sense of I just think he's short man syndrome who is just seduced by the fame. It's a different bubble. Uh, 
I'm just having random questions now. Sure. Are Scientologists allowed to make a lot of noise when they're having sex? Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe there's no rules. But, uh, so, but I don't think Lafayette spoke much about the sex he said. He didn't. I did some research on that and then I was like, I don't want to like Google like L. Ron Hubbard and sex. I think he was into some some pretty hoopy shit though. He probably would have been. Um, oh, with drugs. Wait, because he took LSD. I might be making that up. Oh. But I think he had a bit of a, a phase where he was like, let's get freaky, y'all. That's my best, oh. that's my impression. Well, of when you were talking about thing. noise during sex, um, it reminded me of Tom Cruise jumping on the couch oh. on Oprah. Don't you like how there's rumours of um, Scientology pretty much running auditions to be his next missus? I know. Do you want to go be like full Mission Impossible and break into the Celebrity Centre? I just, look, as soon as Scientology crumbles, I want dibs on I want Travolta. No, I I want Travolta. You can have Cruz, I'll have Travolta. I want all the files. Mm. I want to read all of them. All I will say about John Travolta is um, I think he's like, like Nicole Kidman, I used to always think, yeah, he's a good guy, I really like him, I'd like to hang out with him. You know, like he's You and I are different. Well, he's flying Qantas planes and you know loves his wife allegedly and um you know i wouldn't mind the name of his lipstick (laughs) two things that um i'd like to say about travolta are um that he was very comfortable in drag in hairspray great just a statement yep um and the other thing is like what was the oscars thing adina menzel is amazing how could you fuck that up she's amazing I don't think maybe I don't think he did a PhD at any time. <laughs> We're done with Scientology. <laughs> but it's been a true delight. Do you feel like they're going to come after us? I don't because I've spoken about them publicly before yeah, they don't and care. I mentioned fellatio between two fairly prominent Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did know uh, that. Yeah. Not a peep. No. But I say this podcast could probably do with that publicity, so bring it on. Mm. Mm. But thank you very, very much, especially for bringing notes. It has been a delight. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, and as I always say, <laughs> travel the world, meet people, join a cult. Don't join Scientology. Hey, you've been listening to Zealot. It's produced by me, Joe Thornley, which explains a lot. My co-host for this episode was Jackie Kosolke. Good egg. Further reading, including Keel Pictures, can be found on the Zealot Facebook page. The music is by the Everglades, because it's the crunchiest twisty in the bag.